Hello, and welcome to episode 76. I'm so happy to be connecting with you today. And we have a great topic planned, a very useful topic, I think, which is how to start living your purpose from square one, from the very beginning. We're gonna start right at the beginning, and I'm going to walk you through a very accessible, easy approach to start living your purpose that does not require you to turn your life upside down. It doesn't require you to disrupt the rest of your life or quit your job or wait for your kids to grow up or wait for whatever magical time you think is the right time to finally start on this thing that you really want to do, but just how to start it now and and how to make that doable and fit into your current life. So I think that's a great topic, super useful, and that's what we're going to talk about. And I will say too, even if you have already started living your purpose or you don't even know what your purpose is yet, I think this is still going to be a really helpful episode for you to listen to and take from. So we aren't going to spend a ton of time talking about finding your purpose in this episode. There is an episode 72, Fear of Knowing Your Purpose, that I would recommend if you're in that searching phase. But even if you're listening to this episode right now and you don't know what your purpose is yet, the other thing I want to say is it's okay to start living your purpose with something that you're not sure is really your purpose, with something that is more just of a hunch or like, maybe this might be my purpose. This could be it. And it's totally okay to do that because it's really by starting to take action and starting to do things that you will learn more, that you will get more information that will help you evaluate what parts of this do really resonate with you and what parts of what you're doing do feel aligned with your purpose and what other parts don't. And it's through that process of experimentation that you're going to really hone in on what your true purpose is. So this is something you can apply even if you just have a hunch or have a guess as to what it might be, just start with that and, um, and, and follow it and see what happens. And the other thing to say is that if you are in a state of deficit from a time and energy perspective, so, and I talked about this in episode 75 yesterday about service from surplus, if you're kind of operating in deficit mode where you're experiencing a lot of stress, experiencing a lot of uh, negative emotion or finding it difficult to kind of get in basic self-care, that you really want to focus on relaxation and enjoyment as aspects of self-care, as your primary focus. And you'll want to just know with that, that if that's where you are right now, it might be a little bit slower to start up your purpose. It's not that you can't start living your purpose, but just understand that the relaxation, enjoyment, self-care piece of it are going to be the most important for you at the beginning to focus on, which is fine. And they always continue to be a focus and they're great skills to build, but it's it's harder, um, even though living your purpose and starting your purpose doesn't really take any time at all. If you're constantly in stress mode, for example, it, it's going to be hard to access your best thinking and, and your desires and everything else. So 
relaxation and enjoyment are a really important part of this as well. And there's plenty of other episodes in addition to coaching being available on those topics. So let's say that you are uh, sufficiently relaxed and enjoying yourself, which by the way, does not mean you need to be relaxed and happy all the time. I have plenty of negative emotion and stress still in my life, but I don't feel like I'm constantly in survival mode. I think that would be the difference. So I have a little bit of bandwidth to spare and a little bit of surplus to invest into my purpose. And and that's all you need to start with is just a tiny bit. Uh, And let's say you have a, a hunch or a guess as to what your purpose might be, that you have something that you can approach. So here's how you're gonna start. Even if you have no extra time in your calendar, you don't need to start blocking time in your calendar to live your purpose. You certainly can if you want to. If you are a time blocker and that's what you wanna do and that's appealing and and works really well for you, for sure do that. But let's say that you are like most of us, you're the kind of person who might put something in your calendar but then you get to that point and there's something else going on or you're like, I don't really feel like that right now. How do you start? Well, you really don't need any extra time. You don't need any time on calendar to start living your purpose because all you need to do at the beginning is hold space for this idea, hold this idea in your head of my purpose might be this, or this is the purpose I'm going to try starting. And then when you notice something that is genuinely appealing to you to do in pursuit of that, you do it. If you don't feel like doing anything around your purpose, you don't do anything around your purpose. But if something occurs to you, and a lot of times at the beginning, it's not necessarily you going out and contributing to the world. I want you to think about the beginning phase of starting your purpose as more of your consumption of things. So consuming information, learning, reading, journaling, doing things just for you that um, don't need to help or impact anyone else in any way, but that are helpful for you to continue to move forward with your concept of your purpose and, and build that out. So for example, maybe there's a topic that you are interested in just learning more about or reading more about. And again, you don't have to set yourself a goal of I'm going to read five books about this topic and I'm going to do it at this time of day. You're just going to notice what is genuinely appealing to you. And that is literally all that I did when I was starting coaching again. I woke up one day. I had been thinking for a while about, hmm, maybe maybe I do want to coach, but there's not really anything appealing to me to do towards that right now. But one morning I woke up and I was like, I want to coach someone. I'm going to send someone an email and start coaching them. There have been other other phases that I've gone through and other aspects to my purpose outside of coaching that I don't talk about so much on the on the podcast, but there have been other things where I've just it's a topic that I want to educate myself on so that I can decide how I want to act and how to I want to contribute around that topic. So it could be a documentary that you want to watch. It could be a, uh, a book that you want to read or just Googling and kind of scrolling for a little bit and 
learning at that in that sense. It could be wanting to go for a walk and go, go for a walk and just let your brain think whatever it wants to think about your purpose and your ideas around your purpose. And so in this way, it's not adding extra time to your schedule because the only action that you're taking when you're first starting is just when there's something you want to do, you genuinely want to do, and it happens to align with this idea of your purpose. And it doesn't have to be taking action that helps other people. It doesn't have to be taking action that impacts anyone else. It doesn't have to be setting anything up to use longer term. It can just be these small things that are appealing to you and that are related in some way to your purpose, and they just fit around the rest of your life. You know, you don't need to calendar something that you genuinely want to do. If I am, let's say I'm getting ready for bed at night and I'm going to, you know, read for a few minutes before I go to sleep. And what I want to read is something related to the purpose that I've been thinking about. And that's genuinely what I want to do. I don't have to pencil that into my calendar. That's just what I will end up doing because I want to do it. I like to give the example of, you know, I don't have to make a plan or I don't have to put it in my calendar to eat Oreos because I like Oreos <laughs> and, I, and I have them in my house. I have access to them. And so I know that I don't need to set a goal to eat Oreos. I'm just gonna eat them when I want to eat them and when I feel like it. And we don't realize that it can be the same thing with productive, ide- uh, productive activities like living your purpose, that you can just decide to do things when you want to do them and you can still make progress that way. And it really simplifies the whole idea of calendaring and when am I going to find time to do this and how is this going to fit with the rest of my life? It just removes all of the noise around that. So that is, that's the first stage. Now what's going to happen is you're going to get more and more familiar with the the topic or the purpose that you're exploring. You're going to start to get to know some aspects of it that you really enjoy and gravitate towards other aspects of it that you're like, I I don't like this part. This doesn't really feel like me. And you're just going to go with what you enjoy and what is appealing to you. And at some point, those kind of one time in the moment, I would like doing this right now. At some point, you're going to cross this bridge from that, these one-time discrete activities, to wanting to do something as part of your routine. So go goes from, hmm, I feel like I happen to be, you know, getting ready for bed, going to read for a little bit, oh, I want to read something about my purpose, to something a little bit more structured of like, oh, I liked, here's something that I've done one time here and there. I actually like doing this. I want to do this in a consistent way and I'd like to put it in this part of my routine. So for me, for example, with coaching, it went from kind of thinking about coaching and coaching myself to starting to coach someone else and having a weekly appointment with them where we met and coached. And then at that point, there is something in your calendar. It is a commitment that you're making, but you're always doing it in a way that fits with your life now. So you're always starting from 
What is your life now? What do you need in terms of sleep and self-care and everything else? Time to relax, time to, your, to enjoy yourself. And then trusting that there is a way to fit your purpose into that routine. And if you don't see a way to fit it in, just getting curious and just waiting for your creativity and natural curiosity to come up with something to try or to find something that is appealing to you. A lot of times when we can't immediately see a way forward, we just throw up our hands and say, okay, I guess this isn't going to work. But it's interesting when you let ideas percolate, when you just are able to sit in the want of something like, I want to make this fit in my life, but I don't know how. If you're willing to keep wanting it, even while you don't know how, eventually an idea will emerge and a solution will emerge. And it really just builds from there. So built from having an hour a week or 45 minutes a week on calendar to coach someone to then starting a program and now recording the podcast. And now I have this daily routine with the podcast that again, if I get to a day where I'm just like, it's not going to work for me today to record this podcast, I, I don't record and it's no big deal, but I have it generally speaking as part of my routine, just like brushing my teeth as part of my routine, just like eating dinner is part of my routine. All of these other things that we do every day that when you think about it really are not, are not any more important than doing your life's purpose. So why not take the chance on being curious and working to figure out a way to put it into your routine. But you have to let that build naturally. Again, depending on what works for you. If you're someone who can just, again, time block right from the get-go and stick to that and that works really well for you, do that. For me, it works a lot better to build naturally to start with only doing things that I want when I want to do them and not putting any pressure on myself, not putting any expectations on myself around needing to make an impact with other people or accomplish some result, just being like, I'm going to do what I want to do around my purpose. And then gradually just letting the routine part of it and the commitment part of it emerge as ideas that you have of here's a routine that I could have, or here's a commitment that I want to have. And that is that is appealing to me and that feels very comfortable to me to be able to commit to. You want to kind of watch for how you react when you start thinking about those things. If you think of a potential routine or time commitment that you're wanting to make around this and you're feeling like you really want to do that, like you're feeling a high amount of desire, but you're also feeling some level of anxiety or adrenaline while you think about that. Um, for me, it, that is not a good place to move forward from and to make a decision from. For other people, it might be. For other people, when they feel kind of nervous excitement, that can be a sign that they're really onto something and that's a good thing for them to do and they like a challenge and that's great. For me and where I am in my life, I want something that when I think of it, it feels very relaxed. It feels like that's just a sure thing that would be so easy to do. That's just um, not going to be hard at all to fit into my routine because I know if it's anything more than that, <laughs> if it's anything 
uh, of a greater commitment that I kind of have to grasp onto, it's not going to last because I have plenty of other things on my calendar and responsibilities that I'm already doing. And so I need things that are going to be just no brainers are really easy for me to stick with and not have a lot of resistance around and not feel pressed for time. And that doesn't mean that they can't still be really high impact. I mean, I'm recording a podcast every day right now, which is a lot of podcasts. I'm doing it just to practice and get better at podcasting, but that's a lot of output, a lot of creative output that I'm doing. Uh, But when I look at it, how I feel emotionally about that time commitment that I'm making, it's so easy for me to fit that into my day because it's just 20 minutes that I spend talking into a microphone kind of before or after dinner, whenever it works in the evening. And it's just no big deal. And I also know that it's an activity that when I finish it, I tend to have more energy than before I started it. That's another thing you wanna look for as you start living your purpose. To the extent you can find activities that actually energize you and add to your energy level instead of tiring you out, those are other things that are just no-brainers to add. (laughs) No-brainers to add to your schedule, right? Because you're going to go into that activity maybe feeling kind of drained and tired, but then come out energized. Well, that makes it actually easier for you to live the rest of your life and to show up for your other commitments outside of your purpose back in your regular life. So those are all some tips around starting your purpose. My number one tip, I think reflecting on what I've just shared with you, is to do what works for you. We all have different ways of creating results. We all have different processes and routines that work for us. And more than anything else, you just wanna tune into how you create the results. best for yourself and what works for you and do that. For me, what works for me is to start very incrementally, just with no pressure, no goals, just doing things related to my purpose when I feel like doing them in the moment that are enjoyable and appealing to me. And then as something occurs to me as an idea to add to my routine or to commit to make a more serious commitment to, I check in with how I'm feeling about that. I know that it's going to be sustainable for me if I'm feeling, if it feels very relaxed and safe and comfortable for me to add into my current routine. I That's a good smell test for me. And then also looking at how it impacts my energy level. So something that I do that once I get done with uh, and I feel more drained than I did before I started, no matter how great the thing is that I'm doing, I know that's not gonna be sustainable for me and that's not going to be a good fit with the rest of my life. But when I can find things that energize me and where I feel more positive and have more energy when I get done with them, I know that's something that will actually add to my life and make the rest of my life easier. And the only way you can figure all of this out is just to do it for yourself. Again, it doesn't matter if the idea you have around your purpose is really your true purpose or not. You're going to start doing things and you're going to learn from doing. You cannot figure all of this out in your head in advance. You can't plan it all out ahead of time and then just execute on it. You have to start somewhere. It can be 
super low commitment, super low amount of time that you're spending, but you have to start somewhere. You have to do something and then evaluate how that works from you, for you, and learn from that and move forward from there. So hopefully that has been a good tutorial on how to start living your purpose without turning your life upside down, without quitting your job or waiting for your kids to grow up. That's exactly how I have approached this. And if you want any more help with your specific situation and fitting your purpose into your routine, or maybe you have an idea of something that might be your purpose, but you're not sure of what activities you could do to move forward in that, let's coach together. You can go to lifesimplybetter.com. You can find out how to coach with me. It's so valuable to talk to someone about your specific situation who can listen objectively and be there to support you. That's so different from just listening to a podcast and trying to do it all on your own. So I encourage you if you have questions around this or if you'd like some additional support to check that out. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope this was helpful and we will talk again soon.